Our scripture passage this morning comes from 1 Samuel 22, verses 1 through 5. Dear God, I pray that our hearts and minds would be opened as we read this passage. David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down to him there. All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him, and he became their commander. About 400 men were with him. From there, David went to Mizpah in Moab and said to the king of Moab, Would you let my father and mother come and stay with you until I learn what God will do for me? So he left them with the king of Moab, and they stayed with him as long as David was in the stronghold. But the prophet Gad said to David, Do not stay in the stronghold. Go into the land of Judah. So David left and went to the forest of Hereth. The word of the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Well, my name is Magdiel for the ones who don't know me. I'm on staff here at Renew. And it's my pleasure and it's a privilege that I'll be uh, sharing with you this morning about Samuel uh, 22, 1 through 5. And we still continue on our series, um, Strange Stories from the Bible. And Pastor David has been preaching that for like almost two months. So it's like he kind of already did a bunch of all the weird stories and strange stories from the Bible. So I choose this one and, um, because... Um, it was a strange for me that a king went to seek refuge into a cave, right? So this morning, we're going to learn, all, all of us together, why? Why would that happen? Why is like the, 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 uh, David, the one who was anointed to be king, seek refuge into this cave? So uh, thank you, Margaria, for reading the passage. And if you guys know the story of David... We know in the Bible how many times, you know, God refers that he was the man after God's own heart. Even though we know all the mistakes he made, all the things that he did, good, bad, but he was after God's own heart. And I was wondering, you know, that I, I always like hear this since I was little, the, the stories of David. And how, you know, how he was a king and uh, he uh, killed a Goliath at a really young age. And it was like... Wow, you know, this is a, a man that you, uh, you want to be like. Not because I want to be a king, but because he was the man after God's own heart. And reading through this passage, this whole week I've been reading through it. You know, these five verses, like reading through it and reading through it. And before this, before I start uh, studying uh, this passage, uh, these verses, I thought that the men who were in the cave, uh, they were there before Dave. Before the King Dave, but it wasn't. It wasn't true. Instead of you know, I read the first passage, that 20, 22, uh, one says David left Gath and escaped to the cave Adullam. So he was there first. So that reminds me of like, wow. Sometimes we just. It's not that we don't read 
the scripture good? Sometimes we just notice those details, right? Sometimes we just like overlook to those details. But it's really important for me, I have learned this and through this whole year when we did uh, the study, you know, the series about Acts, like we were reading passage, every single verse, every single chapter, and how important it is for us just to see those details, especially in the scripture. When we know it was translated, it's not a, the Bible wasn't, you know, written in English. It was in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. So when it was translated in English, it's a lot of the translations, you know, was different. And then when I translate into my own language, Spanish, it's also different. So it's a lot of translating stuff. It's like sometimes it gets confusing. But for me, it was interesting to see that, right? So the first uh, verse, we see that David was serving God where he was at. If you know the, uh, what we read the communal scripture is from Psalms 142. Uh, a lot of people believe he, they, uh, King David wrote that psalm while he was in the cave. And it was during this moment when he was seeking refuge. And he was crying out to God. He was desperate and he was, you know, what's next? I know I'm supposed to be a king, but all the bad things that had happened. Is that going to be possible? Is God still has plans for me? And reading to the Psalms and reading to this first verse, you just came to mind, you know, like, all of us. Like, how many of us have been in that cave? How many of us have been, you know, struggling with something in our lives? We know, as the children of God, that God has given us something. God has gifted us. And we... We want to serve God. But sometimes we just go through those seasons in our lives. Right? Especially now we've been, uh, you know, over a year and a half that we've been through this pandemic. And when we thought it was going to be over when we got the vaccines, oh yeah, things are going to be great and perfect. Boom, we get another type of COVID. So we kind of want to go hide again in that cave. Right? At least I feel that way sometimes. But then, how are we going to serve God? Even through that. Even through the hard stuff that happens in our lives. You know, it's a lot of events in our lives that, you know, sometimes they're like happiness, sometimes it's sadness, sorrow. But how do you serving God in those moments? And I, I wonder that sometimes when I feel discouraged, it's like, oh, this is hard. Oh, I, I don't know what to do. Sometimes I just don't feel God, not because he's not there, he's not present, because sometimes he's just, it doesn't happen. But then when I start seeking God, and when I spend that moment, you know, in the presence of God, I'm sure uh, King David, if we know the story, let's go back a little bit. He was escaping from uh, King Saul, right? Because he was jealous, he knew that uh, King was supposed to be uh, David was supposed to be king, and he was jealous about that, and he wanted to kill him. So he was uh, persecuting David. So he escaped from Saul. He went through this city. He pretended that he was, you know, um, uh, not well, and then he, he escaped also from this king because he was going to, you know, if they find out it was, you know, that was King Dave, 
and he was, he was the lord of the land. That was uh, what this king was saying. And they knew him. They knew who he was. Because remember, he is the one who killed Goliath. And it was a bunch of people of Israel were singing psalms and songs and saying, what? The king saw killed, uh, killed me, uh, a thousand, but um, uh, David killed 10,000 people. So the stories of King David was like already people knew who he was. But then even though he still was on the run, he was uh, fearing for his own life. So he went through this, to this cave, and this cave was like uh, miles from Jerusalem. And they, they, a lot of people think that, you know, he went through the valley where he killed Goliath. Remember, you know, how powerful that was when you hear the story of like this little guy, this little man just killed a giant with his own sword because he believed in God, the Lord of, you know, Israel, the people of Israel, walking through that place with all these things happen. I'm sure he was thinking about, well, just God used my life, you know, that little ago to do this, and now I'm escaping. I don't know what's next. I don't know what God is going to do with me. But he continued his journey, and he went to this cave. And the first thing he did, well, he cried out to his God. I don't know if he was complaining, or he was... Uh, before he wrote this psalm, but uh, it was a lot of grief in his life. And sometimes we feel that. If you're not, you know, in that season, it's good. But I think all of us have, have been through that at some point. At least I have. You know, now I'm happy. I just got married like four months ago, almost five. So things are going well for me. Like, I just moved to a new house and things is like good. But it was not always the case. It was moments in my life that I was sad. It's like, God, when am I going to get married? God, when is this going to happen? But in those moments is when we seek God. Not only when we're happy. I don't, I don't praise God when I'm only happy. I always praise God when I'm so sad, when things are difficult in my life. So serving God where we at, it's really important. And that's what we learn from the first verse. I'm just going to read again, and then we can just move on to the next thing. So David left Gad and escaped to the cave Adullam. When his brothers and father's household heard about, heard about it, they went down to, his, uh, to him there. So one of the things that I learned about this is it's okay to go and try to escape, right, and to go to that cave whatever the season in your life you are at right now. But it has to be a moment that you need to realize that you need community also. And that's what happened here. We don't know how. We don't know if David sent a message to his family. We don't know if you know, they, somebody saw him going through those mountains and just hidden in that cave. But his family knew where he was. And if you know the story about David, his family, especially his brothers, were really mad at him because he was the youngest and he was anointed to be king, right? And then, uh, you know, God is so beautiful and so powerful. Even when we have our own differences, he brings us together as a family. 
But not only that, you know, through his sorrow, David's sorrow, and the stuff that he was going to, he knew that he was not going to be alone for that, for that long. So his father household came, hear about where he was, and then not only them, but then these other 400 men. It's like, you know, if you, if you think about it, like who would have thought that David was going to be a king first of these, you know, people that the, the Bible says that they were, you know, going through. Like some of them, they were in verse, uh, uh, verse 2 says, all of those were in distress or in debt, discontent, they gather around him. Because one of the reasons was why all these people were gathering there. I'm sure David's family went there because they want to see him too. But they're also, I feel like they were like escaping also from Saul. You know, if, if King Saul was like after David. I'm sure he was gonna. If his family were thinking about, they gonna, they, he's gonna come after us too, so we better hide, right? And these other people, we don't know what their motives was, or they're just like, well, it's, it's, it's a good place to hide because we also in that season in our lives that we just need that. So, for for when we learn from the Bible, it's okay. It's okay to be in that place. It's okay. Because God is going to teach us something. We're going to learn something from that. So others came to David at the, at, to the Adullam cave. And the interesting uh, part about this is not how many people was in that cave. I actually was looking at it online. I was like, well, is anybody have wondering, like, have they find this cave? Does it actually exist? And I went through a... a a website, I can't remember the name of it, but they did a, like a series of videos like they showing the cave, and the cave was huge, and it was dark. Obviously, right, because it's a cave, but it was, it was like, back then, I don't think they had like this like fancy flashlight, you can just kind of like light up the whole place, but it, uh, they show a little bit about how big this was, and I can't imagine, you know, 400 people being in that cave, uh, hiding there. But uh, after this, it says he became the commander of these 400 people, men. So uh, that was really special and really powerful because how can King David become a king in a cave? That was the first people who he was actually a king of. Being a commander, being in charge of them, he was the king of the cave. I was like, wow, that's, you know, that's kind of like... If we go like forward like to Jesus, like all the Jews were thinking about, oh, Jesus is going to save us. This is going to come with this whole army. Are going to destroy the whole, uh, Roman Empire. But that wasn't Jesus' plan or God's plan, right? So sometimes we, we don't know where God is taking us, but it's, I'm sure it's not what we think it's going to look like, right? I mean, that has happened in my life a, a, a lot. Sometimes like, God, I know you have plans for me, you have this for me, but... I didn't know it was going to be like this, <laughs> right? And I asked myself, well, you know, as long as we follow God, as long as we serve Jesus, that's what matters. God is still going to use your life in a powerful way. We just don't know how, right? 
And sometimes that's just like, kind of like a scary thought. It's like, oh, we don't know. We, we would like to know what's going to happen, but we don't get to know that. Especially, you know, for, for uh, David. So from, uh, from that place, what are the other things that we can learn? So we know serving God where we at, it's important. No matter the place, no matter the season of your life. And bringing others along with that is important. You may be not like, you know, sad on a sorrow. You may be happy like me. But uh, it's important to have people around you. Because when you are sad, when you are happy, there might be other people that they don't feel the same as you. So you need that. It's important for us to be together. Especially now. Especially through this whole year that we went like, you know, social distancing. You can't be social anymore because it's kind of like, oh, everybody's afraid or have a fear. But finding other ways, right? The other one is like continue to seek God's will. After all those events happen, what we can learn from this is what David didn't stay in the cave for that long. It was just a period, you know, a small time that he was going to be there. He went on uh, verse uh, 4. So he left then with the king of Moab, and they stayed with him as long as David was in the stronghold. So for some reason, David didn't want his uh, parents to stay with him in the cave. So he took him to this king, and they stayed there until he was, you know, I'm sure he went back to the stronghold, which is the cave. But um, the other thing that we learned from him, from this, is uh, that he was moving forward, right? He was seeking God's will. He knew he was not going to be there forever. So what happens when we continue to seek God's will? When we get a response from God, from the things that happen in our lives. Are we going to be quick to respond to what God is telling us? Are we going to be quick to respond to God's word? Amen? So, we learn here that we cannot stay in our own refuge. Why? Sometimes we build this refuge when we don't allow God to come into our life, into our hearts, so he can teach us what he wants from us. And I was, as I was reading this, as I was reading through this whole, uh, these verses, I asked myself that. Where is the place that I didn't allow God to show me what he wanted for me? Sometimes we feel comfortable in that cave. Sometimes we just, oh, this is fine, you know, as long as I go to church and I just, you know, do as best as I can to serve God, that's, that's all. But some of us know that we have a call and we haven't followed that. And sometimes, you know, feels guilt, like, oh, I'm not ready, oh, this, and we put, put a bunch of excuses. But what God is saying here, if you allow me to show you 
If you seek me, I will speak to you and I will tell you. And when that happens, then we got to be quick to respond. Why? The last uh, verses, but the prophet God said to David, do not stay in the stronghold. Go into the land of Judah. So David left, went to the forest of Hereth. This, this prophet is going to be mentioned more in, the, you know, in Samuel 2. But he was the prophet that David had. I didn't know this, but uh, through David's uh, life, he only had like, two prophets who uh, spoke to him. Which he was uh, uh, Samuel. He was the first one who anointed him to be king, right? And then it was Gath, and I can't remember the other one. I, uh, I forgot his name. But it was uh, three prophets who were speaking to David. Even though we think, you know, we know like David was also a, a prophet. He was not only king, but he was anointed. And uh, so it's important for us. This is the other thing that I learned. That we can stay in the stronghold or we can stay in the cave. But we got to go around and leave that place and follow God's will. It's also very important to do that. That's when, when it comes to that, it's like we need to be quick to respond. So what do we do when we find ourselves in the cave? Have you ever asked yourself that? What do you do when you're like, sad or when you're like you need you know the presence of God and sometimes you don't feel that so you're in that space that you don't know what to do what we learn from this is keep serving keep seeking keep following God's will so all of this it was it was really powerful for me not only because it talks about our refuge that we can see through the whole life of David, how he, you know, his heart that he had for God. That even though he made mistakes, even though he was a king, he was a leader, he was not perfect. But if he, he always recognized, you know, when he made a mistake, he always said, Yeah, I did that, God. I feel like, you know, sometimes I don't want to recognize, you know, I make these mistakes. No, that wasn't me. That was not what I was trying to do. But he always did that. So if we want to learn from someone, it has to be, you know, from King David. Because we know he was a human being and he made mistakes. Do you guys know that David is the second person that the Bible talks about more? The first one, obviously, was Jesus, right? We have the whole uh, New Testament and Jesus was, you know, the center of that. But in the Old Testament, David, it was the man after God's own heart. So for me, it was really important just to think about this. When David was in a place of refuge, he couldn't go, you know, to his house. He could couldn't go to the other, other places. He, could, he couldn't go to Samuel. He couldn't go to his best friend, Jonathan, which he was uh, Kinsal's son, right? 
He couldn't go to the house of the Lord. He couldn't go anywhere. But he went to a humble cave to find refuge. So it is okay to be in a place like that. The name of this cave is Adullam, which means refuge. It makes sense, right? But the cave wasn't David's refuge. God wants us, David, to find, you know, refuge in him. To find, you know, when he was discouraged, to find strength in him, in God. So sometimes when we're in that place, God wants us to let us know that he wants you to find that strength in him. When you're discouraged. So I don't know about you, but uh, for me, I don't think it will be, you know, the place that I will find refuge. I, I don't like, you know, being in dark places. I think it will be kind of weird. I don't know what kind of animals you can find there or bugs or stuff like that. So it will be a little bit, like, kind of creepy. I wouldn't go there. But, you know, he did. So that was like, oh, that's, I don't know, that's kind of weird. <laughs> but it's a place that he find, and it was dark, alone. And surrounded, you know, by these walls, like these, you know, rocks or whatever that looks like. I, I don't think I've never been inside of a cave, you know, a big cave. If you have, you might know, you know, what kind of experience that is. And I'm sure it wouldn't be as dark as you will bring a light or something. But uh, even in that darkness, even in that cave, even when he was alone, nobody was with him. We know who God was for him right there through that season of his life. I don't know about you, but when I think about King Dave, and he knew he was going to be king one day, and he was anointed, and he, all the struggles that he went until this point, it's like, I'll be complaining left and right. You know, I'm going to be king. Why is this happening? Why, 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 why? Why? Am I being pursued because of this? It can be depressing. And sometimes, you know, that depression can bring us into like a cave. But I remember the moments in my life when I've been, you know, depressed or I needed someone or I need, you know, to have that experience with God. When I'd be surrounded by those walls of, you know, darkness or like, problems in my life it's good to close your eyes and just like pray and ask and seek God for his presence you know his presence is the one who fills you up your spirit who gives you that strength again to get up and get out of that cave so when we learn from this to remember that God is still God and that he has good plans for our life he wants you to be your refuge and your life like I said before doesn't matter if you're like going through you know something hard difficult like you're going to something you know a bunch of happiness God is still is our refuge so the question here is, are we going to serve God where we are? Are we going to allow other people to come 
around us? Are we going to continue to seek God and do God's will? Are we going to be quick to respond of what God is saying? So the question that I asked before, what do you do when you find yourself in the cave? You can just answer that in your own time. That's good. But this is a reminder of the keep serving, keep seeking, keep following God's word. So, do not stay on your own refuge. Doesn't matter what is around your life, what is it that you're going through. Do not stay in that place. I think as a Christian, as a following of Jesus, we seek Him to be like Him, right? And to do His will. We know He came to give us that salvation when he died on that cross. And it's so important for us just to remember that. To remember why we shouldn't stay in that cave. We shouldn't stay in that place. We can be there, yes. There's nothing wrong with that. It will be a time that we can just worship God as King Dave did. Even through his sorrow. When he was surrounded with just darkness. So I want you to remember this. And when you go from this place, you know, like, sometimes we feel like maybe churches feel like a cave. We just come on Sundays or maybe another day <laughs> during the week. And then we go out to the Word and then what do we do? Do we share what our experience has been in the church? How we, sh- how we have the opportunity to share that with others? Or just like... A, want to be recharged or, you know, have that experience with God and then not do anything about it. So it's a process. It's a whole process. A step by step. The things that we need to do. The things that we need to do when we go out of this place. You know, it can be a ministry for all of us just to share a little bit of what God is doing in our lives. I know a couple of weeks ago, we had the opportunity just to share, you know, get praise of what God is doing. It was so wonderful to hear, to hear many of you sharing what God is doing in your life. And that's what we're all about as a church, serving God, but also like sharing that with each other. Continue to seek God together, and we quick to respond together for the things that God is doing in our lives. So with this, I'm going to close. And I want you to think about this. You know, you have a whole week, I know, uh, to think about this. And to ask God, what do you have for me in this season of my life? What are the things that you are speaking into my life that I either have ignored or I haven't heard clear? It's really important what King David did to seek refuge. But the first step that he made was worshiping his God. Remember when we learned from Jesus as well, he went to a silent place to pray, to have that relationship with his 
Father who was in heaven. So when we are in a place like this, we should seek God first. And he will always show us the way. He always will be there for us. So let's pray this morning. Thank you, God, for this opportunity. Thank you, God, for speaking into our lives. Thank you, God, because we learn from the Bible. We learn from you that you are a refuge. That we were like in distress or in need of you. We can go into that place and seek you. To hear your voice. I pray that you can speak into our lives, God. Not only right now, through the week, through the year, that you can put in people's hearts what you want from them. I know you can use your, their lives in a powerful way, God. Please allow us to see what you are doing in our life, what you want for us. I pray for every single person that is in this room today, but also for the ones who are either traveling or they're in their homes. I pray for them as well. They're however they're feeling right now. They, they can be encouraged, that they can seek your presence, and that your presence can give them the strength to keep going, to keep serving, to keep following you, God. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this blessing just to be here and to, to learn together with my brothers and sisters. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Magdiel, for that word. Amen. Uh, sometimes we may be asking ourselves, huh, why are we in this place? God, why have you put me in this cave? Um, why... Am I being held back? Why are we so restricted? Um, and then other times, like me, sometimes I'm like, I'm comfortable in this cave. Like, I want to stay in this cave. I've made my couch in this cave. And uh, God has given me a nudge and say, you know, don't stay in your refuge. Don't stay in your cave and go out. And so let that be a good challenge to us. And uh, as I cue up the music, let's stand, clap our hands, sing praise to the King of Glory, to the, our King, um, who no matter what your circumstances, where you are, is calling you into a hope and a calling uh, that's much greater than what we can see around us or even the darkness you find yourself in. So let's sing praise to God.